Loading. The Crypto Coffee Podcast. Episode 8. On location. The Crypto Coffee Crew goes to Sequoia National Forest. But they make it back. Ready. Set. Play. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I'm not covering my water bottle. Buenos Hello. dias. Welcome to the Cryptic Coffee Podcast. If you can't tell, we are not <laughs> in our office. We are on location. This is our second episode on location. We decided to go a little bit further this time, guys. We thought, you know, the park wasn't good enough. We're not going to get mugged out here. Unless there's a fucking bear. I mean, it's literally, it's literally too early to tell. Oh, God. Let's hope we don't. Let's hope. Yeah, we decided to take a four-hour trip over. We are in Sequoia National Forest. Not Sequoia National Park. We are at Sequoia National Forest. We are just about, what, a couple meters away from the trail of of 100 giants. The, this was your first time today, right, seeing... Uh, Trees. Trees, right? Yeah. <laughs> Very big trees. Yeah. I felt lied to because there was like only seven giants, not a hundred. It's called a hundred giants. We only saw a couple. My favorite part, I didn't get a picture of it, was the sign that was pointing to the trail of giants. Yeah. But they had scratched it out, something at the bottom. So I just assumed it's a trial. <laughs> the trial of the giants. So yeah, it's pre- it's been a pretty like peaceful day. It's been pretty calm. We didn't get lost or anything. We didn't go <laughs> to Twin Peaks. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't go to Twin Peaks or end up on the wrong fucking road to over here. We were we were on a fire road that was just dirt gravel. And I was still like, halfway through, I was still like, yeah, this is the right way. <laughs> I mean, it felt like the right way. There was like a time I was, I was looking at the, the, the trail. And it went from 40 minutes to an hour and 48. That's just when, like that. That's when I was like, okay, this is not the right way to go. <laughs> I was, as soon as I saw like that creepy ass fucking community. Yeah. I was like, are we even going the right way? <laughs> Yeah, we we ended up at a like a small town. They even had a church. They had like a store, but dude, it dead ass looks like uh, Gravity Falls. Like I've been to Sequoia National Park. I've been close to Yosemite. I've been to Bishop. Like I've been to a lot of places where they have those kind of towns, but I've never seen a town just like that. It literally looks like uh, Gravity Falls. Pretty scary. Not even gonna lie. Yeah, there was a bunch of cars and no people. Yeah, we didn't see people until like close to the end. It was just the one lady walking on the street. <laughs> like there was an open truck right next to a building and there was like no one. There was like no shuffling. It was dead ass quiet. Yeah. I, I felt like if we stopped the car and got out, we were going to get jumped. <laughs> yeah, I felt like we would just disappear. If you notice like the tone of my voice, I'm just looking at the trees. <laughs> I chose this seat specifically and I'm like so relaxed right now, boys. <laughs> I'm like, I'm meditating basically right now. I kind of see some trees where I'm sitting. Kind of. Kind of. There's a big ass tree right in front of you. (laughs) (laughs) It's just brown. (laughs) Yeah, he sees a wall of wood. So what you guys bring to drink today? Very special uh, episode of the Cryptic Coffee Podcast. And I'm noticing not a single fucking coffee. (laughs) 
There's a coffee cup, there's but there's co- no coffee. There's a coffee cup that I bought here. It has Bigfoot, and it's like an enamel cup, so I, I don't even use coffee cups, but I liked it so much, I was like, I'll spend the 12 bucks. No, it looks pretty cool. It looks fucking cool. We should definitely get a picture of it for the Instagram, Crypto Coffee Pod. There we go. Just post it right there. Just take a picture of it. It says Sequoia National Forest, I believe, and it's the outline of a Bigfoot. <laughs> Have the picture of what you're looking at. like, Dude, all right, so speaking of the Bigfoot, in that fucking creepy-ass town... There was a big ass cutout of like an all black Bigfoot with red eyes. I didn't see this. You just like screamed and I'm like, where, where? I didn't see it either. I was kind of like somewhat falling asleep. I just like closed my eyes yeah. every so often. No, yeah, because like, you know, it's a creepy ass little community. There was like no noises. And I turned around. I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and it was that big ass like Bigfoot like cutout. <laughs> Did not see that. With red eyes. I wish I could have seen that. So what do you guys think so far of the experience up here? Because it was a pretty big drive. Like, it was a long drive. Long. Yeah. Long drive. But, I mean, it was worth it. I had fun. Once we actually hit the forest, it, it turned, like, a lot longer than I thought it would. As soon as you just start seeing pine trees, it was like, holy fuck, where are we? Yeah. Because it's pretty dense up here. I, I've never been here myself. I've never been to the actual, like, national forest, like, land. Holy fuck. I think it's more dense than, like, Sequoia National Park. Because Sequoia, you go up there, you climb the mountain, and it's nothing but, like, desert for a bit and then you see like a bunch of giant sequoias but here before you get to the sequoias it's a shitload of pine trees it looks like the fucking like mm, seattle or something it was worth it though i had fun yeah i had a great time walking around enjoying the trails getting lost in a creepy ass community <sighs> we didn't we see any cryptids not well, yet i mean we saw Kasakoto. we saw that snake oh yeah we did see a snake i literally ooh, two motorcycles there was a truck by, behind me on the tr- on the road, and I just stopped at a, a like a clearing to let it pass. Turns out the clearing was like a parking lot <laughs> for like a creek. It looked fucking cool, dude. And Jeannie saw a snake. I don't know how. I oh, didn't dude, see it. Dude, she has hawk eyes. Yeah, like, she she'll notice things a distance away. That was pretty funny. I just got out, and left the car running. <laughs> saw I, a snake. I stayed in. <laughs> I stayed in the car. Yeah. And it was, was a rattlesnake, I believe. I'm yeah, not it sure. Was, it was a rattlesnake. And yeah. I was scared, but I was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to go with these guys. If anything, we have a friend in front of us. Yeah, that's not your best bet. <laughs> <laughs> I almost touched the cow right now. <laughs> almost. So we're here. We came to the Trail of 100 Giants. Before we started recording, we went on the trail for a bit. We saw giant sequoias, took some nice pictures, and it was pretty fun. On the way back, we're coming back to the parking lot. Me and Zeus are in the front. Jose and his girlfriend, Jeannie, are in the back. Me and, Jose, and there's like a good 10, 20 feet distance between us. Yeah. So we are separated. Me and Zeus are just talking. Uh, what were we talking about? You, you want to describe the, it? You saw the sign, and it said, that sounds like a threat if I've ever seen one. And it oh. said, please stay on the trail. And it had an outline of the forest and yeah. a bear. <laughs> like, they did it on purpose. Like, stay on the trail, motherfucker. <laughs> so we were laughing about it. Me and Efrain walked ahead of uh jose and um genie genie and we're talking and then i just stop i see a cow and i just go <gasps> and Efrain looks at it and he has like, he just stops walking because you thought it was a bear right yeah we turned the corner like from my point of view there was a big like tree or bush like blocking it and a sign so i didn't see it up until like i was almost right in front of it and turned the corner and there's just a giant cow in the middle of the road just not just like minding its own business it's staring at us like up and down like what the fuck are you doing here 
but it just made me laugh so hard because the way he frame put his arm over <laughs> over me and you just started wheezing and laughing dude i had a mini heart attack i thought that was a that's if that was a bear that was the biggest black bear i've ever seen of my life so like we can hear you laughing right so i'm like what's going on what's going on over there like yeah my my, my mind is like has uh, Zeus here probably said something fucking hilarious, dude? I was <laughs> that fucking, dude kills me. I was fucking dying. I like I, I walk over and I see I see one of the bears like hiding like in the back. The bears, <laughs> these were cows. Just to be, just to be. My mind said they're like in my mind I thought like they were bears. So like the cow, right? I see it kind of like hiding in the back, and I'm like, oh, they're probably laughing at the cow because it's kind of like hiding and staring at them. I get closer, and then I see that big ass cow in the middle of the road. Yeah. So it was this brave cow just in the middle of the road staring us down, and a bunch of like. I want to say three or four, like, other cows behind it, like, you can do it, Jeffrey. Go scare them. <laughs> yeah, I had a mini heart attack, and I was just, like, hugging Zeus, like, oh, my God. That was the fastest I've, I've ever seen Zeus cry of laughter. Because it was just so funny because I saw the cow, and I was like, what the fuck is a cow doing all the way over here? But no, Ephraim went immediately to, oh, my God, it's a bear. <laughs> I, thought, I, I thought we were going to die. <laughs> Dude, your last you moments would on the been, trail. Dude, your last moments would have been with me laughing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's already decided his last moments are like him staring at you. Yeah. I didn't look at you directly this time, but at least it was with you. <laughs> so we still have the trope that it, whenever I die, I'm going to look at Zeus. There's a bee right yeah. <laughs> on Jose's like head. So who wants to start off today? I guess I'll start it off. Well, I, I have the the main story for. I, I was just looking at you just to look at you. I wasn't like insinuating anything. I mean, like... It's a good-looking man. Yeah, we all get to look at Zeus. I've been saying it since episode one. Well, stop. (laughs) (laughs) So, I kind of brought, like, a... The story's huge, but I kind of shortened it down. Mm -hmm. Because, like, this is a little intro to it. My story is about Plucky Village and the Screaming Woods. It's uh, this village in Kent in England. Okay. So, supposedly, it's active to, like, you know, it's home to, like, 15 active ghosts. But some say there's about 40 of them that are just there smashing objects, screaming, and, you know, physically attacking guests. Leave it to England to count their fucking ghosts. There's not much else going on over there. <laughs> there's a list. There's a registry. <laughs> they I mean, pay taxes. Yeah. When I was going through this, I picked out, like, four stories that I kind of liked. But they actually have, like, a list of the names of the people. It's like, all right, this is in this town. This happened. Yeah. So it suggests that the most active ghost in this place is a colonel who hung himself there. <laughs> So, supposedly, when you're walking down the trail, right, yeah. you can actually see him hanging. Oh, fuck. And then you'll feel him right behind you just walking, like, just walking, you know, keep his distance, but walking right behind you. Yeah. Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah. People say that, like, you know, they, they see him kind of, like, sad and depressed, or he'll be, like, reaching out to you, be like, hey, come over here. That would fucking scare me, like, just seeing the man hanging, and then, then see him, like, right to my left side, he's like, hey, come this way. No, I'm not going to go that way. Plus, it's the added effect. Like, if you see a hanging body, that's one thing. Okay, I'm Jake Paul for a, for a day. <laughs> Once, like, it's it's a dead body ghost and, like, it starts following you, holy fuck. Another uh, ghost that they have active there is a highwayman who was, you know, killing and stealing from, this, from the village. He got caught by the villagers, nailed to a tree, and they decapitated. Dear God. So anyone hiking the trail does say, like, oh, you know, if you're walking at night, this the ghost would just like jump out at you a headless ghost headless fucking ghost fucking ghost jump scares you <laughs> right a real life jump scare like he's just chilling waiting in the trees for you to like just walk by fucking jumps in front of you and just disappears damn what if like one day the ghost changes like it's scare and it has like a cream pie and is like waiting for someone and just jumps out smashes <laughs> the person with the pie in the face and then just disappears <laughs> <laughs> 
That's the kind of shit I could see uh, you doing. Yeah. <laughs> Dad. It runs away skipping. <laughs> so, like, in the village proper, there is a, an old windmill that was struck by lightning and, you know, shot down. So, apparently, you can see the, uh, the owner of that, of that windmill. You can see him standing there over the remains, you know, crying over it. Mm-hmm. And if it's a, if there's a lightning storm going on, you can actually see his shadow hanging from the remains. So this village and this area has like a shit ton of death, hangings, and suicides. Now, when you say village, I'm thinking like very small town. Then I'm thinking yeah, same thing. Yeah, holy fuck, that's such a, like a so much paranormal in such a small like square footage area. If you've ever, I, I don't know, have you guys seen the the Fear Street movies on Netflix? No, I have not. It's no, uh, this um, like little town. I think it's called like Shady Side, and supposedly it's, it's haunted by a witch. And this witch will always get people like to kill for her. Mm. And I was I was reading these stories. I was like, this is the same exact thing with suicides and like fucking murder. This is just the real life one, and we haven't discovered it yet. It's over up yeah. in England. <laughs> fucking England. And so at the end of the village, there's this like large white house called the Greystones. There are sightings of a uh, some what what they call the Phantom Monk, who which is said to be like the cause of all the poltergeist activity in that little house. Because apparently there's a shit ton going on. There's a bunch of smashings, violent stuff going on in there. Mm-hmm. In life, this guy was zen. In death, he was like, I chose violence. <laughs> Imagine you're all peaceful. You die. You realize something in the afterlife that, like, pisses you off. You're like, God damn it. I was lied to my whole life. You know what? Fuck it. <laughs> Dude, like, he, he was Fire. Zen. Yeah. Imagine, like, you're, like, you know, peaceful and calm. The minute I die, you're like, you know what? Fuck, I was lied to. I'm going to just choose violence for eternity. Yeah. This dude's, like, causing this house and just, like, destroying shit up in there. My whole life was a lie, so now their lives are going to be suffering. <laughs> But yeah, those are just like four of the stories that kind of stuck out to me. Um, later on, I do want to like do more because the shit ton of stuff happens in this town in the extreme woods. Yeah, I do want to do like a deeper dive. But these are four stories that are intro to this place. Holy shit, I'm beautiful! What the fuck is that? I don't know. <laughs> That's nature, my boys. That's nature. My I, boy. I was about to fucking square up with it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As much as I love going into nature, I love hiking and everything. I don't think I'll ever go into like the woods in England. <laughs> I don't. I don't think so either. Something about it just tells me no. Yeah, all of Europe. All of Europe. I'll never go like camping or something in Europe. Yeah, no, dude. When I was like looking up, because, you know, we're out here in the forest. And I was like, all right, let me find a forest story. Yeah. So many hauntings in Europe. So many haunted forests. I saw one of them in Germany was the inspiration for the Grim, uh, for the Grim Brothers Tales. And I was um, like, yeah, I'm not going in there. Nope, nope, never. So, yeah, that's my story. That's my intro to uh, Penske Village and the, uh, the Screaming Woods. Nice. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. That. Fuck England. Fuck. Not 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 the country, but your forest. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't going there. Even here in the United States, I would just go here in like the western side, like California, because I. Fun fact: I, I don't know if this is true. Don't you probably someone's gonna be like uh, researching and like he's fucking lying. Don't don't believe a word he says. It's not that he's lying. He just didn't do too much research into it. Yeah, everything like east of the Mississippi, is like planted, like it's it's not real forest. Uh-huh. Because that was all farmland at one point when like the settlers came here and like colonized, all of that just they chopped every single tree down and turned it into farmland. Eventually, they were like, you know what, forests are kind of nice. Let's put it back <laughs> we, the way it was. We should, we should just plant some trees and like make it look like a normal forest. So the forest we're actually in right now, like Sequoia, Yosemite, uh, Lassen, all the forests up here, like on the west coast. Those are all, like, real. No one has ever touched these. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you can't plant a sequoia in less than, like, 300 years. And yeah. it's going to be this big. These trees are, like, three, 4,000 years old. So, like, there's something about this area that I really do like uh, in comparison to, like, any other, like, place in the world, especially Europe. I don't think 
I don't think I'll go and camp there. I got a story that's very, very short, I believe. <laughs> Wait, it might be like five minutes. What? We never said what we were drinking. We got so caught up in not having coffee, we didn't talk about our drinks. Because I, you, you, you know what? Like, it was the cup. Yeah, you were like, I, so what did you guys bring today? And I was like, not a single one of us has coffee. Yeah. And then I didn't even get to say what I had. Yeah, we brought up the cup and then that's that's where it all went to shit. I brought, me and Jose actually, we have aloe vera. I have a strawberry flavor and he has a mango flavor. We bought it at the gas station before we came up here. What you bring? Water. Look at you. Three, <laughs> three bottles of water. <laughs> In case you get dehydrated. You're a smart man. I've drank in, I had five water bottles. Yeah, I drank two. Oh, you already drank two? Yeah. Damn. See, I think about Zeus, he stays hydrated. Yeah. <laughs> My boy stay wet. I should have I bought, <laughs> bought one of the aloe vera drinks you guys have because those look good. They're pretty good. Oh, they're delicious. I like the strawberry one. So I brought a story. It's actually close by. We didn't pass this town on the way over here, but if we kept going down the road before we turned, we would have hit this town. It's called, the story is called Las Brujas, translation, The Witches in Seville, California. Ooh. It's by, it's a blog and it's by Ruth E. Badilla. Long ago, during the late 1950s, my family lived in a small town called Seville. Seville, not Sevilla. <laughs> located some 40 miles west of Sequoia National Park in California. The town had been booming with a railroad running through it but had long since burned down leaving only a small shack only leaving only small shacks and homes. We were a hard-working migrant family and settled in Seville to pick cotton. (laughs) Why'd you look at me like I chose the thing for you to read? (laughs) They used to have cotton up here in California? Okay. <laughs> I was like, wait, cotton? You, you give me that look on your face like, you... <laughs> yeah, I, I give you the look of like, did I just say that? <laughs> so You couldn't believe what was coming yeah, out of his I mouth. I couldn't believe what I said. No, to right. me, it looked like the the face of like, you brought this? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. The, no. That was the look. No, that was the look of, I brought this. <laughs> <laughs> the CEO of racism strikes again. <laughs> we'll find him one day. We were a hard-working migrant family and settled in Seville to pick cotton and grapes. What a weird combination. This is so racist. Is this a real block? Soon after we arrived, we were told by several local families that in addition to the few, fi- uh, the few migrant families living in the shack homes, Seville was also called home to several local witches. According to our neighbors, these Las Brujas would appear on the first full moon of the month to fight with each other to see who had the most power. <laughs> now, you've seen the towns that we've passed, right? They're not that big. We went through a haunted one, <laughs> fucking creepy-ass one. No, but I'm talking, like, before we went up here Yeah. in, like, desert towns. They're pretty small. It's, like, one street with yeah. a bunch of, like, dirt roads. I'm, I'm assuming Seville is exactly like this. So the fact that they even have witches that are, like, <laughs> I'm the most powerful. No, I'm the most powerful. So... On the night of the first full moon, we could hear our neighbors, the vecinos. I don't know why she she's speaking Spanglish in here. Maybe yeah. that's just how she talks. Maybe. That's just how she types. Yeah, that she's typing in Spanglish. On the night of the first full moon, we could hear our neighbors, the vecinos, outside talking about the witches. Soon we gathered up and joined them, fully anticipating to see some ugly women fighting. That's what I think, too, when they started saying, oh, the witches fight every <laughs> once a month. I was thinking like some old ass lady with like long noses, like hitting each other with broomsticks. The, the stereotype witch. <laughs> yeah, 
it's not that. We waited and watched late into the night without seeing anything, when suddenly two balls of fire appeared, high up in the air. Standing between my mother's legs, I watched in awe as the two burning flames bounced back and forth across the sky, often colliding with each other. This is a Dragon Ball Z fight. Yeah. It's dead as a Dragon Ball Z fight. We were told by the neighbors that the blazing orbs would continue to do battle until one of the witches would exhaust its power and fall from the sky. It's a fucking anime fight right here. <laughs> you just see two balls of fire just hitting each other until one just goes and falls to the ground. <laughs> Fuck you, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Next month. I became frightened and prayed with the wi- <laughs> No, not prayed with the witches. <laughs> I became frightened and prayed the witches would keep their distance. Finally, when my fear overwhelmed me, I begged my mother to take me inside the house, not staying to watch the dying ember fall from the night above. I have never since experienced this incident again. I have been told that the practice continues to exist in place that witches make their home. I don't know how. (laughs) (laughs) I think he said it right. Yeah. This is not a folklore story, but a factual story. I don't believe it. By Ruth. You know, I want to believe it just for the simple fact that it's... It's, it's it's like a small little town. Shit happens in these things. This was in se- this was written in September two thousand four. That's a while ago. That was. I believe it just because I I believe in like black magic and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It could be real. I mean, I'm assuming it is. Yeah. Unfortunately, we can't take a little visit because we're gonna go the other way. Yeah. But home. we are close to this town. <laughs> what home? Home. <laughs> Where it's safe. No witches. No Bigfoot. No bears. <laughs> I don't know about I don't know about bears. <laughs> Get it. Get it. Because. <laughs> <laughs> you just gave up. You're like, let me just sip my fucking drink. It was a gay joke. <laughs> we have a really large gay friend. Oh. <laughs> so he's a bear. Go ahead. Just. <laughs> All right. So thank you to Jose for giving me this. <laughs> You're welcome. It's, uh, I brought, well, not me, but we. <laughs> Brought Rendlesham Forest incident. How do you say that? Rendlesham? Rendlesham, right? Yeah, like the Rendlesham incident. Yeah, the Rendlesham incident. It's a really famous uh, UFO incident, and I do believe there's still, like, stuff coming out about it. Yeah. I don't think I've heard about this. Is this the meteor that, like, crashed over Europe? I mean, Russia? No, I think it's something else. Okay. This isn't in Russia. Rendlesham Forest. Where is it? It is in Suffolk. Suffolk in England. <laughs> Suffolk. 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 Suffolk, England. <laughs> Suffolk, England, like I was saying. Suffolk? Suffolk? That's how you pronounce it, right? Like how Suffolk. It? Suffolk? How like is Suffolk. it spelled? F-O-L-K? S-O-F-F-O-L-K. Yeah, Suffolk. 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 Dude, the, the English fucking did that so they could be like... <gasps> <laughs> They're going to listen to this and be like, fuck them. <laughs> we don't have any listeners from England. Maybe we will in the future. Not yet. I mean, we... Shout out to our Canadian listeners. Shout out to our Australian listeners. Shout out to Saudi Arabia. And I think that's it. If we forgot you, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't found you yet. Yeah. That's a different story. All right. So, the Rendlesham Forest incident was a series of reported sightings of unexplained lights near Rendlesham Forest and... Suffolk, <laughs> England, in late December of 1980, which became linked with claims of UFO landings. The events occurred just outside RAF Woodbridge, right? Or is it RAF? RAF. 
RAF. Probably. RAF, yeah. Because yeah. I was wondering the whole That's time. That's what World War II is like. It's like our Air Force. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Royal Air Force, I believe. I mean, I don't know. Dude, that might be it. <laughs> no. It'll be yeah. like Rendlesham Air Force. I'm talking out of my ass. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. But yeah, um, <laughs> the events occurred just outside RAF Woodbridge, which was used at the time by the United States Air Force. Or not, not US, USAF. Not so royal no more, huh? <laughs> USAF personnel, including Deputy Base Commander Lieutenant Colonel Charles Holt, claimed to see things they described as a UFO sighting. This occurrence is the most famous of claimed UFO events to have happened in the United Kingdom and is among the best-known reported UFO effort events known uh, worldwide. It has been compared to the Roswell UFO incident in the U.S. and is sometimes referred to as Britain's Roswell. Oh, okay. I've never heard about this. I'm excited. The UK Ministry of Defense has stated the event posed no threat to national security, and therefore it was never investigated as a security matter. That's how you know they're fucking lying. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, don't tell them. <laughs> You're safe, people. You're safe. Alright, so according to Wiki, there's two main events that happened. And the first event Happened around 3 a.m. on the 26th of December, 1980. Had to be 3 a.m. Had to be 3 a.m. all every time. Reported as the 27th of December by Halt in his memo to the UK Ministry of Defense. The security patrol near the, the east gate of RAF Woodbridge saw lights apparently descending into the nearby Rendlesham Forest. These lights have been attributed by astronomers to a piece of natural debris seen burning up as a fireball over southern England at the time. Servicemen initially thought it was a downed aircraft, but upon entering the forest to investigate, they saw, according to Holt's memo, what they described as a glowing object, metallic in appearance with colored, with colored lights. <clears throat> as they attempted to approach the object, it appeared to move through the trees, and, in quote, the animals on a nearby farm went into a frenzy. I, I'm assuming the animals were like, holy shit, it's a UFO. Yeah, yeah dude, animals have like a sixth sense for stuff. So oh, if they start going crazy, I imagine, you know, it was big. Cat, like cows when they dance before it starts to rain. They dance? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I didn't believe this when they told me to. They were like, y'all never seen the cows dance before it rains? I thought you were just making it up. No, 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 no. Because no. I'd be saying told, dumb shit. I was it's like, a, oh, it's he's a real thing. Back. <laughs> yeah, someone told me this. I was like, what the fuck no, are you talking think, about? I've heard it too. So he's not like, you know. It's not I looked at him like. You're, you're fucking ridiculous, right? Because I grew up on a farm with cows, and I've never, like, noticed that. And so, like, dude, yeah, before it starts to rain, cows are just jumping. They're like, wee! What the fuck? Wee! I need to look that up. <laughs> Apparently, it's true. That's fucking crazy. I don't know if they could sense it or something, but, yeah, cows start dancing before it starts to rain. Dude, that's cool. <laughs> <clears throat> Maybe if the cows over here <laughs> could start dancing instead of scaring the shit out of us. We're like a hundred feet away from the cows, by the way. Yeah. We're in the middle of a forest, and they have cows for no reason. What'd you do if, like, you just saw it, like, slowly walk, like, creeping up on you? Ah, nothing. It's just cows. I'd put the mic in its face and be like, "You got a story for us?" Moo. Yeah. <laughs> they're not bulls. They're not gonna like. They're not very aggressive. All right then. <laughs> just take it at face value. <laughs> All righty then. All right. I'll continue. Mm-hmm. One of the service. <laughs> One of the servicemen, Sergeant Jim Peniston later claimed to have encountered a craft of unknown origin while in the forest. Although there was no publicized mention of this at the time and there is no corroboration from other witnesses. After daybreak of, on the morning of the 26th of December, servicemen returned to a small clearing near the eastern edge of the forest 
and found three small impressions on the ground in a triangular pattern, as well as burn marks and broken branches on nearby trees. That's always a bad sign. Right. <laughs> At 10.30 a.m., local police were called out to see the impressions, which they thought could have been made by an animal. I mean, to be fair, there's a lot of broken trees here. A lot of broken trees. A lot. Some of them on fire, or some of them were burnt, badly burnt. But to give it them the benefit of the doubt, these trees are a little too big to be like, an animal did this. Yeah. It was a UFO. Yeah. A really tiny UFO flew by here. That's why those trees are burnt up and knocked over. Yeah. We do have, we did see some of the trees like, uh, what's it called, growing like weird, like the trees you said last time. Yeah, in episode three. Yeah. Yeah, I can't hear the humming. <laughs> I was trying to look for where I left off. And now everything. that it's all quiet, I can't hear the humming. <clears throat> okay. Georgina Bruni published a photo of the supposed landing site taken on the morning after the first sighting in her book, You Can't Tell the People. <laughs> her name is Georgina. Georgina Bruni. And she wrote that title? <laughs> For her book, yeah. <laughs> I like her. <laughs> All right, here's the second event. The deputy base commander, Lieutenant Colonel Charles Halt, visited the site with several servicemen in their early hours of the 28th of December, 1980, reported as 29th of December by Halt. They took radiation readings in the Triangle of Depressions in the surrounding area using an ANPDR-27 a standard U.S. military radiation survey meter. I thought that was a gun for a second. <laughs> they just brought a gun. You said R-27. I was thinking, I wonder how much ammo that <laughs> Americans. <laughs> See, this is how you know this is Amer- like, we're in America. That right there, Nate? I was like, oh, they could just name it like what, the R-27? Yeah. Ain't gotten like, no one's like, oh, it's just the R-27. Yeah. Remember, guys, like, all right, how many, like, how much ammo does it hold? What type of gun is it? Is What's it the rifle? mag capacity on that bitch right there? Hmm? <laughs> just... You got a bump stock? (laughs) (laughs) Although they recorded 0.07, I cannot pronounce this, I'm going to try my best, millirroinkens per hour. Shit, I used to know how to pronounce that, now I don't. No? Fuck, yeah. What is it? I can't Okay, well, I'm assuming it is uh, this right here that I'm pointing at. Millirroinkens? Is that how you say it? Milli, it's like what? Millirroinkens? Hold on, let me. Rentigans? 0.7 0.7 milli rentigans. Reontigans? I don't know. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm trying my best. I, I can't. I don't know anything about radiation. <laughs> but yeah, um, although they recorded 0.07 milli rentigans per hour, in other regions they detected 0.03 to 0.04 milli rentigans per hour around the background level. Furthermore, they detected a similar small burst over a half mile away from the landing site. Halt recorded the events on a micro cassette recorder. And uh, that recording is actually still, like, you can still find it, too. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, like, 14 minutes long, I believe. Oh. I thought it was really cool. Have you listened to it? I listened to a couple seconds of it last night, and I was like, I would play it, but no internet. Yeah, so. You know what we can do? We can add it in editing. Or in our Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh. (laughs) Crypto Coffee Podcast. Oh, my God, Jose. (laughs) (laughs) Good to copy pod on Instagram. We both looked at each other and immediately knew. <laughs> I'm over here in the distance, not even looking at either. You're looking at the trees like, I could probably add it in editing. <laughs> like, I, my own I, look, I look over at this and I'm like, you know what to say? We can, you know how to do it? <laughs> we could probably put like a photo of like the forest. Yeah. And then have like a small like recording, like a small section of the recording. Yeah, like we did with the uh, the, the whistling. And I see one story. Yeah. 
It could definitely just add it like that. Yeah, because the recording is on a wiki. Oh, okay. I'll download it. You know what it reminded me of? Uh, what was that UFO case with the loggers? I forget his name. Um, I think I know which the the one where they're in the in the lake. No, they were like a bunch of like con- I don't know like loggers working. Yeah, they're going up. They see like a metal ship. One gets out of the truck, and he gets like blasted, and the other guys like dip, and they go immediately to the police. The guy's gone like three days. And then oh, and like they they think that his friends like killed him or something. Yeah, yeah, I Poli- know about that. Police think that the guys are li- the guys are like immediately suspects until the the actual guy that got like kidnapped shows up three days later and he tells a story about getting abducted by aliens after the like the ship blasted him. Yeah, I've heard about that. The only reason that reminded me is because they went back and there was like radiation where like the whole scene happened. Yeah, yeah I was thinking it was the uh, Allegast. There's a, a story oh, kind of something like that. Yeah. The Allegast abduction stories. I know there's also like there's also an extremely violent UFO story that I want to tell one day, but I want to get all the details for it first. It was like I think one of the more violent. I think it was in Brazil. It's known as like the most violent UFO encounter. Yeah, like, those a whole are village was getting attacked. What the fuck, really? Yeah, it was. I think it was in Brazil. It's like a whole village just like dealing with a bunch of shit. Like it's just attacks from the from the, from the aliens. Was Tom Cruise there? <laughs> I'll have to look it up. I don't know those details, but I do know like you know people were sick, people were injured. No, I never heard about that one. What? Right. <laughs> I was just waiting. I was gonna. Continue. We're going on a lot of tangents. <laughs> no, it's okay. Related tangents. Yeah. Hella related. <laughs> During the investigation, a flashing light was seen across the field to the east, almost in line with the farmhouse as the witnesses had seen on the first night. Later, according to Halt's memo, three star-like lights were seen in the sky two to the north and one to the south, about 10 degrees above the horizon. Halt said that the brightest of these hovered for two to three hours and seemed to beam down a, a stream of light from time to time. How long? Three hours? Two to three hours. God damn, that's a long-ass sighting too then. Just for them to be hovering there? Yeah. And just them streaming like... 1980s, right? Um. Yeah, 1980. In December. If it's three hours... At 3 a.m., you have to just go find a camcorder, right? Yeah. You have, like, an excuse. You you probably know someone. You could hit up a neighbor. I think at that point, though, it's like, you don't know it's going to be three hours. You think you're like, the minute I turn away, this thing's going to fucking disappear. I'm keeping my eye on it. Yeah. Well, maybe after, like, hour one, I'd be like, stay. <laughs> stay. <laughs> I'll be right back. Yeah. Thankfully, now we have cell phones with fucking phones. Yeah, now there's no excuse. But in the 80s, maybe... But you could probably still find a camcorder in the 80s. Like, just call up a friend and be like, hey. Someone had a camcorder within any any given circle of people in the 80s. At least one person in there had yeah, a camcorder. If, if he brought a micro cassette recorder, I'm pretty sure they would have had, like, a a video recorder, like, on hand with them. Or just a camera, a picture. Yeah. That, you don't have an excuse. There was a lot of cameras in the 80s. I mean, at least they got, they got a recording of it. Mm-hmm. Like, an audio recording, but... It's something's better than nothing. Better yeah. than nothing. It's pretty good. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> so Roswell of uh, England. It's really interesting, and it kind of reminded me of a few other UFO incidents. Not as violent as for sure the one I talked about earlier, the Brazil one. I've, I think, yeah, I've heard of like a couple like South American UFO sightings, but no, I don't know anything much about it. I can't wait for you to tell the Brazil one because that one sounds really interesting. Because I've never heard of violent ufo sightings as far as i know like ufo stories it's always like 
oh they took me for like an hour which turned out to be like uh, like three days and then yeah. that was it they let they they brought me back no i have heard of some violent ones <laughs> there's one of a russian uh, couple that get abducted and like you know how a lot of people report like they get frozen against their will yeah it's like almost like they get like hypnotized or something this russian dude breaks the fucking uh like the f- whatever was keeping him like still he broke it and he starts fighting the <laughs> the alien <laughs> he starts fighting the alien but here's the thing he did jujitsu <laughs> Did, so he like the Russian did jujitsu. So this motherfucker is beating the shit out of these <laughs> tiny little aliens. Oh god! <laughs> I forget when this happened. It was like the night. It was in the nineteen hundreds. Y'all got technology. I got hands. <laughs> this motherfucker was beating little alien asses. He was telling them to square up. Yeah. Fuck. I hope that guy's still alive. To I don't think they're alive. I think they died already. But man, holy fuck! Yeah, it's pretty funny. That would have been really cool to fucking talk to him. Then I think. Oh, another. I I forget, but I think they tried to make him. <laughs> this is bad. This now I'm I'm slowly remembering this story. They tried to make him procreate with a female alien, and the female alien was like Mystique from the X Men. She could transform into any like. Uh, human woman yeah so she transformed into in his eyes the most beautiful woman he ever saw and his wife is like right there keep in mind i think they both wake up naked in the ship yeah so off the bat they're both naked this motherfucker beats the fucking aliens (laughs) (laughs) naked after like things settle down and they try to make him fuck he's like well if i have to (laughs) and the wife immediately grabs him like the fuck you're not I thought you were going to say the wife knew jujitsu too and started the beating, <laughs> no, beating him up no. in the ship. What I just the love the fact that, like, he's beating these aliens, but as soon as they're like, okay, now fuck this really beautiful a- a human looking alien. Well, if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> I already beat the shit out of y'all. I deserve something nice. They were yeah. like, this man is our alpha. I'm going to have to look this story up because that shit was pretty funny. We need to talk about that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only violent one I know about. So the Brasilia, I, I've never heard about that. <laughs> Violent for the aliens. No. <laughs> <laughs> Violence is violence, man. Violence doesn't discriminate. As far as like, we're, we're just going to abduct these poor people. Like, you know, we're going to do whatever I can, like, whatever we can against their will. Fucker beats them up. It's like, all right, you know, bring them the women. <laughs> bring them the women. <laughs> I don't think they gave up, but that's a great, like, all right, he beat our ass. Bring just, the women. Just the fucking aliens going, he's the one. <laughs> he's the one we're looking for. Chosen one. Dude, I've been, like, keeping my eyes peeled for bears out here. I'm really scared because I don't know if you guys noticed there was a lot of scat on the way up here. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I kept pointing that shit out. Yeah, on the road there was a lot of scat. I was like, oh, fuck, there's actual animals up here. Cause usually at the park you don't you rarely see stuff you see like deer I saw a bear once at Sequoia National Park, but it was like a small one. It was like you could barely it was barely like a young adult. Maybe it was just uh, maybe it's just the cows. It wasn't a cow. I actually have video. I'll probably upload it. Instagram.com slash cryptic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, since we're here at the Sequoias, we got any stories about it? Uh, I know I found like a small one about the Sequoia Park. I was looking up, like, a- according to people, Sequoia's pretty haunted. They have, like, felt, like, a lot of, like, tugging on clothes, and they've seen shadow figures. But the most prominent one, I think, was uh, inside the actual park. There's, like, uh, uh, a little thing called Morrow Rock. It's, like, a hiking trail. It's basically, imagine, like, a, a big rock that looks kind of like a mountain. Yeah. 
and they carved uh, stairs into it so you could actually just walk up to the top of the rock it's pretty fucking cool like once you go up there i went up there this year for the first time uh, with my friend let me i'm looking up a picture of it see if i have it it looks really cool well it looks it sounds really cool i haven't even fucking looked at it yet here's the furthest i saw someone like on the edge of it yeah that's not me or my friend but it's someone that we saw oh that's cool yeah it's pretty high up apparently i don't know if you can actually do this because i think they closed the road but apparently if you uh climb up moral rock uh around midnight you see someone at the top people have reported to see a man with a hat it's always a fucking hat huh (laughs) fucking hat man fucking hat man and I, uh, apparently he chases you, and he tries to, like, throw you off the rock. Yeah, no, I'm not risking that. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> what? I'm such a bad photographer. It's all right. You're not. You're going to hate that photo. <laughs> I'm not going to hate it. I'm going to delete it. <laughs> you hate it that much, you're going to delete it. No, no, no. I don't judge. For context, I grabbed Efrain's uh, camera that was right next to me, and I tried using it, and it came out so white. <laughs> <laughs> What are you trying to say? So, it just looked like you were in heaven. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. Also, looking up... Uh, so, the story that I got, I brought was like a blog, right? Yeah. I found another blog. It wasn't like so much of a, like, a story. It was just a picture and like an explanation. So, they were at Sequoia National Park. And they were taking pictures. They didn't see this until after they went home and like saw the actual pictures. But one of these pictures shows two little girls in a white in white dresses. Oh, fuck. It's dark as Ooh. fuck, and the, I can barely see it right here outside. But I'm, I'm going to just give you the phone and try to zoom in. Let me see this. Oh, fuck that. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? That's a creepy-ass photo. Send me that one so I can post it on the Instagram. Crypto yeah. Coffee Pod. They look like they're just chilling, too. Yeah. They're just looking at the camera. Looking? They didn't look like they were looking at the camera. One's looking at the camera. The one butt next to the tree that's, like, poking her head out. Oh. She's looking directly at the camera. It looked like she was just looking at the other girl. I don't know. No, it looks like she's looking at the camera. But, yeah, that's pretty fucking creepy. One of the stories I found from Sequoia was the Sequoia National Park. It was the the Perry Lake Trail. These hikers were, you know, they were climbing the trail, and this says, you know, don't go this way. They were like, fuck it. We're going to go that way regardless. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they saw about a dozen robed figures walking side by side together. What? Wearing, like, you know, they're walking parallel through the forest, bearing torches. Each one had a long black robe that covered their faces. They got the, they got this feeling that this isn't right. We should run away. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, thinking back on it, it didn't feel like they were human. They were from Earth. Okay. That's pretty much all I was able to find from the place. I was going to go another way. I was yeah. Like, See what I told you about Northern California? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Racist. Racist. <laughs> no, that was the only story I could find from the Squoyas where it's just like, hey, there might be some cult activity up here. Honestly, the scariest part about being in Sequoia, the idea of one of these fucking trees falling. We kind of saw that on the trail. Yeah. They actually had to block off part of the trail because a tree fell and, like, I guess it broke the bridge. At the very end, uh, if you look at the map, there's a bridge on the map. When we got there, it was, like, busted and looked like they were uh, rebuilding it. Yeah, part of the trail of 100... uh the trial of a hundred giants. <laughs> I keep trying to not say the trail of a hundred tears. <laughs> God damn it. Trail <laughs> automatically means tears for some reason. Yeah. For you. <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah, part of the trail right now is closed because it, it looks like a giant tree fell on the trail. I am deeply terrified of one of these trees falling like one day and like me witnessing it. Because I'm here a lot. I'm I'm always near one of these trees. <laughs> I love coming to Sequoia. Like how you are right now? Yeah. Oh yeah, I am right next to a fucking... Two of them. They're not big, but they are tall. Very tall. It would hurt. Oh, this would kill me. <laughs> Immediately kill me. You're built different. It would just hurt. I'm also scared of like lightning strikes because we are high up here. And these trees look like they got a lot of lightning strikes. Yeah, they get. I mean, it. it a lot of them have burnt spots. Look, right behind you guys, there's one that like half of it is black because it burned. Oh, holy, <laughs> holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least today there's moderate uh, fire warning. Yeah. But On the way up here, the there's... skies are really clear though. So. Yeah. On the way up it here, it's gonna get dark soon though. On the way up here, there's a Smokey the Bear that says, uh, you know, fire, your fire uh, alert, moderate today. Yeah, and it's usually high, so I think that's a good sign. Although we did see a fucking uh, brush fire on the way over here. Yeah. Not at Sequoia, but it's like near the San Gabriel Mountains in L.A. <laughs> fucking bush fire just randomly in the desert. It's pretty cool up here, actually. It's not that hot, right? No, I came up here thinking I was going to be cold, but no. No, no, it's not going to be cold. The wind barely started kicking in. I feel like if we got here just now and we started hiking, I probably would have gotten cold. Yeah. But, like, you were climatized already. You're like, okay, this is good. It's a yeah. good thing we're doing this, you know, during daylight. <laughs> <laughs> if I, rain, you if, fucking peeked your head out. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is behind us? For context, <laughs> I'm looking one way. Zeus and Jose are looking the other way. So, like, I'm, look, I'm by myself. I look, I, like, tilt my head and both of these guys just like what the fuck did he just see yeah i was immediately like do we need to run or is that a fucking bigfoot over there because there's a log way up in the distance i don't know if you guys could see it but the bottom of it is like very dark by a shout no 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 it's farther than that it's beyond uh the little road i think zeus can't see it jose might be able to see it i see a little bit of it very distant right it's like a log but the bottom is like black the black section looks like a bear lying down i'm like oh I see it. It's over here, right? Yeah, it's far, far. I'm going to see if I can take a picture of it. You sure it's not Bigfoot? I wish we would. <laughs> it's just Bigfoot. fucking Bigfoot so, taking a nap. <laughs> Let me bring this up because I just remembered this. I was also looking for Bigfoot stories. Mm-hmm. And in the uh, in the saga of Republican of the GOP, there is an Oklahoma lawmaker who introduced a Bigfoot hunting season uh, law. I heard about that. I think it just moved. <laughs> no, it just, that's a fucking bear. That's a fucking. Quick, pack up, let's go. Mm-mm. We just going. I'll take the laptop at most. I'll leave all of this shit here. I don't care. I would, I would, I would like feel for the microphones. The microphones are the best part. We'll be talking like in uh, using our phones, I'm talking directly episode. into the laptop. Yeah, Hello, yeah. welcome to the Cryptic Coffee Podcast. <laughs> Y'all saw that chipmunk? I heard something running into the bushes. It's a chipmunk. You'll be all right. You'll yeah, live. It's, it's behind you. You'll have brutal damage, but you'll live. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a pretty quick one. I think we're really winded. Like, it's been a long day. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I'm just chilling, man. I'm just meditating, looking at the trees. I'm vibing. I have a different mentality when I'm up here, so I'm not going to be, like, quick-witted. I like it, though. It's peaceful. You guys have anything else to add? Um, actually, please do check out the Instagram, Crypto Coffee Pod. Because something I plan on doing is, you know, obviously photos really don't translate well to podcast. Yeah. So I want to post uh, ghost photos that I find or ghost photos that struck me, you know, growing up and stuff. Yeah. With, you know, a brief explanation about it. So 
yeah, I mean, we can't really talk about photos that well here. We can't really show them. Check out the Instagram. You know, we'll post the photos. I'll give you a brief description on it. Something I just want to plan on doing, keeping mm-hmm. the keeping the page up. We got some things in the future coming up. I got plans, boys. Yeah. I got plans. Yeah, but, I really do check out the Instagram. Yeah. Check out the Instagram. Check out the Twitter. We don't use the Twitter much, but we'll start using it. If you check out the Instagram and we get to uh, how many followers do we have? I don't know. Like, I think right now we have forty two. If we if we really? get if we yeah. get to I was about to check my phone like we have internet. Up here. If we get to fifty, Efrain will tell his big secret next episode. <laughs> <laughs> we get to fifty right now. <laughs> I open an Instagram as soon as we get Wi Fi. Oh look, fifty one. All right. Yeah, Efrain will tell his big big secret. He's holding out on this on a on a really scary story. I don't have a big secret. He keeps saying I have a big secret, but I don't. <laughs> he has one. <laughs> this Our, is gonna force one out of him. He's gonna force a secret. <laughs> I'll link you his address. It's and then just add a beep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we're gonna leave it off there <laughs> before I get fucking doxxed <laughs> for the Cryptic Coffee Podcast. This is Ever. This is Jose and Zeus saying goodbye. Goodbye and thank you so much. Bye. Holy shit, is that Bigfoot? Oh my. Quick, hunt him. <laughs> <laughs>